When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the XFL! I will now do this entire interview with Kevin Seifert in that voice. Kevin Seifert, it's the XFL. It's back. Your thoughts. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, it's been interesting to see how many uh, Vince McMahon references there's been in the ramp-up to this because if anything could be definitively said about this current edition of the XFL, it is that Vince McMahon has been walled off from it. Uh, obviously, he's the owner. He's the financier. But they have very intentionally uh, not included him or any of the wrestling aspect in any part of the promotion. Uh, they have taken a very different tact from the uh, the previous XFL. And you are in where to cover the DC Defenders against the Seattle Dragons tomorrow? Go Dragons! Yeah, I'm in D- I'm in DC. Wow! The, uh, the Defenders will host the uh, will host the Seattle Dragons, and they're playing at the new MLS soccer stadium in downtown D.C., Audi Field. It will be uh, it'll be quite an event. You still have time to get here if you're not. <laughs> I'll get on the next flight. Uh, yeah. So Okay, so that's interesting, Kevin, about walling off uh, Vince McMahon, because as you heard in the clip, that was problematic the first time, how involved he was and how much he turned it into a very uh, WWE type of product and had it completely implode. But now it's legitimate football people, right? I mean, Oliver Luck yeah. is in, involved here. And I, I think from a lot of perspectives, it seems like it's as if the AAF had known what the hell they were doing with the money. It seems like they're going for a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, basically what they did was they uh, they did a study and they and they tried to find out do people really want to um, to have spring football and what they found is that there really is this window uh, after the Super Bowl where people are in mourning you know hardcore football fans not sort of the people Matthew Collar Collar being one of them Collar's probably watching all twenty two in, in mourning right now but and there are many people like him and. They actually estimated there's 40 million people who would, if they, if the football was good, would be fans of a spring league. And so they have really tried to focus on creating a league that would cater to hardcore football fans, would not offend them with any gimmicks, 
would be well played and interesting and would uh would be something that they would be entertained by and so that's the sort of the that's the the focus group that's the people they're targeting so there's when when that's when that's the parameters, there can't be any crossover with wrestling. There can't be any, uh, you know, scantily clad cheerleaders and violence on the you know gratuitous violence on the field and Jesse Ventura trying to interview coaches on the way off the field and all that stuff that we all kind of remember about the original XFL, but was actually, in retrospect, sort of uh, insulting to the hardcore football f- people who actually might be the candidates to watch it. What, Kevin, is going to make the, the play in this league watchable and, and or good? So what, what's the difference between what we saw in the AAF last spring, which I don't think was terrible, but it probably wasn't good, uh, and this that's going to make this, that's going to turn week one or week two success into a success where people will come back in week three and week four? Well, they're really banking, Judd, on sort of reimagining football in a subtle but noticeable way. Uh, they during the, the their research, they asked people, you know, what do you like about football, and what would you want changed? And most hardcore football fans love the game; they don't want to see anything materially changed. But they, and I think many other people agree that at times the NFL and the NCAA game, the college game, can go a little slow. The pace can be slow, and so they they came up with a lot of rule changes that they think is going to speed up not only the pace of the game but the length of the game. They have a 25-second clock instead of a play clock instead of a 40-second play clock, so the plays will go faster and uh, the clock will run uh, until the two-minute warning, no matter what. And so they think the games will be done in about two hours and 45 minutes, so about 20 minutes shorter than NFL games with about the same number of plays because of the quicker play clock. And they also sort of targeted some of the rules, some of the parts of the NFL game that we all can kind of get up and, not, and go to the bathroom and not even watch, you know, kickoffs, extra points, um, punts. They tried to, ma- to change some rules there that, that would sort of maximize the value of each of those plays. Those are big for journalists, though, you know, Kevin, covering games. Those uh, The touchdown extra point kickoff gives you a lot of time to do what you need to do when you've been pounding Diet Dr. Pepper since 9 a.m. You can you can file a whole story. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that certainly will will have to uh, have our heads on a swivel. But it will it will um, you know from a fan perspective, from the people in the stadium and people watching on TV. And remember, every single one of these games is going to be on national television. Um, I think it will it will certainly give people an idea of what's possible in terms of in terms of tweaking the parts of football that a lot of people don't like. So uh, they're also trying to mess with things like the kickoff, right? Is is there a particular rule that they're implementing as the XFL that you think the NFL is going to be watching closely? Well, you know, the the NFL has done all these things for the kickoff to make it safer, but they've not been able to convince teams to to, um, do anything that would, either uh, encourage more returns or, or find ways to, to get better returns. So what they did on the kickoff um, was, uh, was basically move, move, the, uh, move the kicker back uh, five yards. So it's almost very unlikely for the ball to get into the end zone for a touchback. I think the NFL touchback rate last year was 60%. So you, you, you eliminate all the possibilities for touchbacks. And they also sort of moved. It's going to look a lot. It's just the one that's going to look a lot different than what you see in the NFL. They moved all the covered guys and all the blockers from where the kicker is to the other side of the field where they would probably be 
when the returner normally catches it. So that's between the 30 and the 35-yard line. And they have to stand still until the returner uh, catches the ball. And once he catches the ball, the referees will blow a whistle, and then they, everybody can start covering. So you have a guaranteed return uh, without players running full speed downfield to, um, to, and having these concussions and all the things that the NFL has identified as being problems with the kickoff. So that will be the one that, that looks a lot different uh but i I like you know they've also given um teams coaches especially a lot more choice they've really discouraged coffin uh punts um and coffin corner punts and punts inside the 50 if you if it goes into the end zone or out of bounds it's marked at the 35 so really encouraging encouraging people to go for it on fourth down and uh and after a touchdown there's no kicking extra point you either go for one from the two-yard line two from the five-yard line or for three from the 10-yard line. And most of these coaches are probably going to go for one, but it'll certainly, you know, as the, as the games wear on and you start doing the math, it'll certainly give them a lot more options and to play to win in regulation rather than going to overtime. QBs are, are paid more as well, correct? Because I, I think that's the key starting point. If you get competent quarterback play in a football game, it makes it far more e- easy to sit there and digest the play that, than it does if you got some poor guy trying to run 15 yards and throw it backwards or something. Yeah, they did. They absolutely paid. Some of these quarterbacks are getting paid close to the minimum wage in the NFL, which is four ninety, four hundred ninety thousand or so. Um, whereas most players in the XFL will be get get paid in the fifty five thousand a year range. Um, but you know, not to over uh, emphasize, like the, these quarterbacks are good. You know, are in some ways uh, better from a talent level with their position than some of the other players in the XFL. But you know, we're talking about people like Landry Jones, Josh Johnson, Aaron Murray, Matt McGloin, um, you know, Brandon Silvers, people who have been either AAF quarterbacks or you know backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Josh Johnson being another. So we'll see the extent to which their their skills make them superstars or, or allow the game to really be played on a higher level. But they certainly, in theory, focused on the right position if they were going to pay out money to anybody. All right, boys, prediction. How long, if this league has any success at all, how long before somebody reports that Oliver Luck's son, Andrew, is considering <laughs> a comeback to football as an XFL quarterback? Uh, yeah. It's got to happen. People were already assuming that was the, the fix was in when he came out of nowhere to uh, to announce his uh, retirement last summer. Well, clearly that means he's going to the XFL. But I think uh, I think people there could be all the reports you want. I think it's pretty likely that he is done for his career. Uh, we all know that Andrew Luck ends up as the Vikings quarterback <laughs> when he's forty one. That's when he'll come back is eight years from now and he'll play for the Vikings. There's no question about it. Uh, Kevin, what do you think of the gambling element of this? I, I saw that. They're going to include the lines and things like that on scrolls and, and so forth at the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL does the ultimate gambling on sports. I don't know yeah. about that. We, we've we heard of fantasy, but I don't know anything about anything else. I, I think that it's a step forward for the XFL to acknowledge that this might be a way to get people in. Yeah, and, and I think it's also just common sense leaning into where the, the wind is blowing as well. And, and we know where, where all the legislation is going in different states and even from a federal standpoint uh, i know the nfl would like there to be uniform rules throughout uh the country 
in terms of sports gambling. But, you know, legislation or not, you know, federal legislation or not, you know, this is a industry that is here to stay and, and many millions of people participate and, and donate their hard uh, earned money to the house on a weekly basis. And, uh, and there's, there's really, it would be, it would be really derelict from a business standpoint, I think, for the XFL to do anything other than the way they're doing it. Kevin, last thing for you, uh, 17 game schedule. What you think? I mean, is that, is that happening? I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you would, it, you would think they're just, the NFL is just going to keep sweetening other pots until the players agree to allow that to happen. Uh, it wouldn't happen next year, so you wouldn't have to worry immediately about how all the logistics are going to happen, even if uh, they just give, uh, you know, they were, the owners would get the option to start it between uh, 2021 and 2023. But it sure feels like something that is a deal breaker for owners. Uh, we'll see if that's the case. Regardless, I don't think there's any doubt that there's going to be two more teams in the playoffs. Like that part hasn't gotten as much um, publicity, and it's uh, not you know, worth as much money, obviously, but it's worth a decent amount, especially when you talk about reducing the preseason. So if I had a guess on whether the 17-game season will happen, I would say it probably will, but it may not be uh, a quick decision from the players. Well, what do you think that they have to give up? I mean, is it fully guaranteed contracts? I feel like that's just never no. going to happen. Is it more it's benefits? Just, it's, just, it's just more of the percentage of the revenues. Mm. You know, usually uh, where a lot of that is, um, you know, there could be some Things like changes to the marijuana policy, things that, that you know, diff- different off-season uh, workout incentives or, or, or protections in terms of what they have to do and what's voluntary. Those are all things that matter to players. Um, you know, the, the sort of the, the weird thing about it is that the current players who would be determining this, uh, you know, a percentage of them won't even be around when the NFL would the earliest time the NFL could activate the, the, uh, the options. So uh, they're making decisions um, to get an immediate uh, uh, revenue boost for the, for the player side. And it won't affect the physical uh, uh, well-being of them or at least of any players for a couple of years. So it's a, it's a really complicated dynamic. Um, in the end, the NFL will have to, to give the players enough money to make it worth their time. And that's and when the players feel like they've done that, then they'll agree to it. Yeah, I, and it does feel um, very much inevitable. Like you said, they'll just keep trying and trying and trying until it happens. There's too many millions out there for them to ignore it. Um, Kevin Seifert, ESPN, on location to report on the XFL. I'm excited. So, Kevin, you have yourself a great time. Me and Judd will be watching, for sure, the first day yeah. of the return of yes. the XFL. ABC and Fox. <laughs> He's got it. Thanks, Kevin. All right. See you later, right. Kevin. Talk to you guys later. Yep. Okay. It's XFL day. <laughs> I'm not going to criticize you. It's so fun. Ron so is all high and back. mighty about how he won't watch it. Uh, whatever. I'm going to watch it. Why would you not? Why would you not at least check out what it looks like? What the jerseys look like? AAF I saw last year. Guess what? They're allowing these new visors uh-huh. for guys to wear. So there's one that looks like a lizard. So the guy's visor over his face mask has, like, lizard face and eyes. Looks real cool. All right. XFL day. What former Vi- what Viking in this league who you saw, because you saw him all training camp, is actually going to be good? Oh, what Viking in this league? Because there's huh? a bunch of guys who have been through the uh, training camps last okay. couple of years. Give in me this a league. second. Let me look I up the list I found an entire list somewhere. Yeah. 
Um, but there's got to be one guy who you liked who you thought, that guy's not bad. Let me look. I'm going okay. to right. pull this Because it is XFL Day. Yes, it is definitely XFL Day. I'm, I'm excited for it just because I like to see stuff that could burn to the ground or could be awesome in yeah. ways we didn't expect. So anytime that's the case. I like new leagues, too. I'm, I'm in. Um, Willie Beavers is in this league. Okay, Did you know co- Willie Beavers is in this league? I think I might have come across his name. I knew that Jeff Bidette was. I had no idea that Willie Beavers was in this league. And he wasn't like the first player cut. That's amazing. Taylor Heineke's in this league. That I did not know. Okay, now that's a guy I wouldn't be surprised at all if Taylor Heineke somehow turned out to be like the MVP of the XFL. Because he has talent. He yep. can throw the ball. He's a really good athlete. And... He went absolutely crazy in college. His numbers were nuts, and I think he even punted occasionally. Okay. Uh, he, he's the ultimate, like, oh, this guy, I remember him in camp. He's a great athlete. Just because he's a good athlete, he, he might And he was last seen right. starting for the Carolina Panthers, right? He started, I think, one game for Carolina okay. when it was at you know the very end. Storm Norton is, I know, our friend Courtney Carlin's favorite player great in the name. XFL, for sure. Jack Tocho, remember Jack Tocho? Yeah, safety. Yeah. Sure was. Did you like him? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Stacy Coley is in his league. He actually had some potential, but I'm I, I got the sense he couldn't figure out the playbook. And here, okay, I didn't know this guy we was got in the it? league. I'm we got it? so excited about this. Nick Truesdell. Do you remember Nick Truesdell? Uh, the, the name, but I remember no specifics. This is great. Nick Truesdell has played in every league that's ever existed. So I'm going to read you the teams, the professional football teams that Nick Truesdell has been a part of, including the Minnesota Vikings in 2017. I believe he was on their practice squad, but he was definitely in training camp. He's a tight end. Okay. And when he was signed, people actually on Twitter were getting excited, tweeting out his Arena Football League highlights, which is the best. Like Twitter is just undefeated. Now gone by the ridiculousness way. like that. He played from 2014 to present mm-hmm. for the Colorado Ice, the Bemidji Axemen, so one of us, Spokane Shock, Portland Steel, Indianapolis Colts in training camp, okay. Arizona Rattlers, Cleveland Gladiators, Minnesota Vikings in camp, Salt Lake Stallions, New York Jets in practice squatter camp, and now the Tampa Bay Vipers. He is six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. He's been in trouble with the law. He went to Grand Rapids Community so College like a movie. and University it's of like Cincinnati. It's like a movie. Yes, that's what I'm saying. If Nick Truesdell and I believe uh, one of these teams, the Salt Lake Stallions, the AAF. So he played in the AAF. That's what I was going to ask you. If he dominates this league, he caught twenty four passes in the AAF before it went defunct. All right. Uh, if, if he dominates this league and somehow ends up back with the Vikings or something. Catches a touchdown in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. It would be like so the excited. best story. Yeah. This It'd is be a movie. another It'd reason be a to love movie. the XFL. Because you know that guys like this, who have these hilarious, ridiculous backgrounds of trying so hard to make it in the NFL, uh-huh. there will be three guys who eventually do it, and they will all be awesome stories. It'd be super fun. So this is your pick, though? Nick Truesdale? Nick Truesdale. That's your pick. Because he's my pick for randomly showing up somewhere next year. Like, Blake Bell won the Super Bowl. Did everyone realize this? That Blake Bell... When I was watching the game and I heard his name, yeah. And he played. Blake Bell was a guy who was on the 27 Vikings, 27 Vikings, and never played. Ex-Vikings in the XFL who you actually think is good. 
No, I don't think he's good. I just think okay, that but there's is there, so but is there few... one that you like no, in training camp? No, definitely not. Okay, there's not but one. There's, right. there are so few. Stacy Coley probably has the best chance to end up on a team somewhere because right. he actually can run routes and he's pretty explosive. I just don't get the sense that he's like super great at figuring out the playbooks um, in the NFL. But Nick Truesdell being tall and having really good hands, if he dominates in this league and catches a bunch of touchdowns, uh-huh. some team. Just as they did with Blake Bell and Michael Pruitt. Nobody can play tight end. Everyone is bad at tight end. There are three tight ends well, in the NFL worth anything. A lot's asked. Exactly. Like you can do one thing, but not two so things a lot. Times. NFL teams are always bringing in yeah. whoever. that They're going up to basketball players at community college yeah, and being like, what do you think? Catch the end? ball, but they can't block, <laughs> right. and guys that can block can't catch the ball. Yeah, so if he does well, I wouldn't be surprised if some All team right. randomly makes him their number three tight end. Who is your XFL team? Mm. Have you adopted one yet? That strikes me as a very Matthew Collar thing to adopt at least one team. No, I haven't. It strikes me and, as you will. And one of the problems is that they all have bad names. Like, there are no names that I love, like the Defenders, the Dragons, the Wildcats. Here's what I want. Eh. I want next season a Minnesota franchise, and I want I want them to play in, as Kevin said, I want them to play in Jonathan Soccer Stadium. Yeah, that would be great. Allianz Field. It'd be I, perfect. Boutique I, Stadium. It's perfect because you don't want to play in U.S. Bank Stadium. Which team is Ju- June Jones coaching? He's fun. Hold on. I, Whatever I, team is going to throw Houston the ball all the time. Okay. How old is June Jones that's, now? That's the favorite right now. How is there no love for the St. Louis Battlehawks? I am a big fan. Okay, all right. Is, that's a great is name. Je- if Jeff George on June Jones staff, have they patched <laughs> things up 30 years later? After they got in the great sideline screaming match. But if June Jones is going to throw it 45 times a game. June Jones is only 66. Let's go. Man, he was young when he was coaching the Falcons. Yep. It's XFL day. Well, I'm really excited about it. I know you are. Because well, and I'm not making fun of you. Again, taking if, it serious. If nothing else, first of all, it's not fun to look down your nose at stuff anyway. I think this about, there are many things in the world that people look down their nose at. Jonathan would know this because he likes superhero movies. And mm-hmm. and people who like not superhero movies, well, I don't know, it's not even real. Thor's not even a real person. Who Looking at cares? you, Martin Just Scorsese. I was going to say, Scorsese yeah, hates, I mean, hates you, Jonathan. Not ha- cinema. That is the cares. least fun person in the entire yeah. world. People who don't like pop music. I only like uh, gypsy jazz. Like, good for you, man. Good for you. But Katy Perry's got some bangers, so let's just listen to them. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? It's it's all right. It's fun. Everything doesn't have to be the most, you know, artistic thing. So if you're an NFL fan and you're, oh, who cares about the XFL? Well, whatever. I mean, it's football, and you should watch it and see what happens. I'm with That's you. The way I look I'll be watching it. tomorrow. Because if it implodes, it's going to be hilarious, and we'll joke about it forever. The AAF. It's the worst case scenario. The it's AAF a punchline that we can use selling office equipment like a garage sale. <laughs> it's great. The guy who owned the Carolina Hurricanes bought him to get like their app and shut him down. God, that's so funny. The way it, it, that's what I mean is even he wanted their app. It just they had one thing going for them. It's funny if it goes wrong, and it might be cool if it goes right. So. Let's uh, take a break. Judd, thank you for your time, thank as you. always. Uh, Myron Metcalf from ESPN is going to come in here. We will talk a little bit more about Myron's take on the XFL, as well as why he sees some similarities between Carl Anthony Towns and Kirk Cousins. We will talk about all that when we return. It's Purple Daily on Score North. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. 
Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.